From the protectors of the Internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast with Carl and Dana. Okay, welcome to the PKO Podcast, sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Justice, Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. I am Carl. And I'm Dana. We are protecting kids online. And we have a huge guest here today. Absolutely. So today we are joined by um, Wisconsin ICAC Task Force Commander Matt Joy. Welcome, Matt. I appreciate that uh, that introduction. Thank you, Carl. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So we're going to get right into it, Matt. Um, basically, what what is your responsibilities? What do you do as a Wisconsin ICAC Commander? Sure. So uh, the Wisconsin ICAC Task Force is one of sixty one task forces around the country. The task forces are managed by the United States Department of Justice the Office of Juvenile Justice and Delinquency Prevention. Uh, each of the task forces uh, have the responsibility to investigate and prosecute crimes against children that occur through online uh, devices, whether that be the Internet or um, mobile devices, cellular telephones, those kinds of things, uh, and also to educate um, the public, uh, provide community awareness about Internet safety, Internet uh, awareness. And so um, that's one of our goals, and that's why I'm really proud of the work that both uh, Carl, you, and Dana are doing with the PKO podcast because uh, it, it does offer us an opportunity to uh, provide awareness and education to parents, community members, caregivers, uh, really not only in Wisconsin but across the country and really the world uh, through um, the use of technology, which I think is uh, really interesting because um, as the Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force investigating crimes that occur through the use of technology, now we can use technology in a positive way to um, promote you know, education and awareness and um, uh, give parents and caregivers and people who work with children um, the tools necessary to help keep our kids safe. And we are with Matt Joy, the Wisconsin ICAC commander. ICAC stands for Internet Crimes Against Children. And uh, he is like the head of our uh, state tax, task force that we uh, try to incorporate here in Wisconsin, which includes affiliates, too. We kind of advise on affiliates and all that, too. So, um, I like that you mentioned the tech piece of that. Um, we've mentioned Wisconsin a lot in our podcast, and obviously we're going to because we are part of the Wisconsin Department of Justice. But this isn't a resource that's solely for Wisconsin parents, and we've seen a little bit of feedback from people outside of Wisconsin now. So when you're working with other task forces throughout the country, um, are there any uh, different things you're seeing them doing or different resources that you're seeing throughout the country that um, parents might want to be aware of? Um, yes and no. I mean, by and large, historically, um, what we like to do and, I mean, we'll still continue to do are provide um, education and awareness events at schools or for uh, community members, community groups, civic organizations uh, that uh, work with children or have an interest in partnering with the task forces to provide that uh, Internet awareness, that Internet safety piece to parents and caregivers. Um pamphlets and um, those kinds of things, and they're all quite good. Uh, but one of the things I really like about the podcast is that it's it's an effort that we can do to um, provide or promote this piece and um, uh, allow people to have this opportunity at their convenience. So 
I'm driving to work, I'm driving to school, I'm, I'm driving to get the groceries, uh, I'm, I'm uh, mowing the lawn, whatever I'm doing, I can, uh, I can listen to this and think about it and uh, uh, think about ways I can talk to my children or, or people who I work with about uh, these different things, these different apps. Hey, I heard about Whisper. What's that all about? Hey, do you guys know about Whisper? Um, you know, different things that we're seeing out there. And so um, I have... Uh, um, been contacted by other task forces who are interested in the podcast and uh, are promoting it uh, in their states. And so I think this is going to be a resource that uh, anyone, anywhere, uh, can take advantage of. So um, this is a, going to be a great tool. That's awesome. Perfect. Yeah. You okay. haven't always been the ICAC commander. I mean, you have been an agent on the streets, just like, uh, you know, a lot of the affiliates and, and agents that are out there again, and you've been doing it a long time. How have you seen things change? How have you seen things develop in the technology world and, and basically the whole ICAC world? Yeah, there have uh, been a lot of changes, Carl, over the last uh, number of years. So I started in 2008 as an investigator and uh, back in the good old days, as I like to call them, um, you know, we were working almost exclusively with uh, MySpace and Yahoo Chat. Uh, those were really the two sort of big platforms that, uh, that people were using to communicate and um, uh, as a tool for exploitation. Um, back in the good old days, our state received maybe one or 200 tips from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children um, that described exploitation. Now, uh, 2015, 2016, we're looking at literally, you know, 13, 1500 tips. Um, we didn't have all of the apps back in 2008 that we have now. In fact, um, there were really very few that, that people that were using um, cellular or mobile um, apps for communication purposes to, uh, as a means of exploitation. It was largely computer-based, so I was sitting somewhere on a, on a laptop or um, more likely on a desktop computer um, communicating through, you know, that internet. So, um, you know, one of the things that I really like about the podcast is your app of the week, um, providing parents and caregivers with information about what we're seeing, new trends, because um, I'm here to tell you that back in 2008, the app of the week would have been MySpace, and then it would have been Yahoo, <laughs> and then we would have gone back to MySpace and talked about that again, and maybe a little bit of Facebook, um, but now it's, I mean, there's just literally every day new apps being developed. Um, our children are, you know, they like to experiment, um, and so they're the trendsetters, and um, bad guys and bad girls go where our children are, um, right, because they use these tools to exploit children, take advantage of children. Um, and so, uh, we have to be, stay on top of that. And so, um, we rely on our interviews and our, our talking to children in, in, um, school settings, um, to learn about what the trends are going to be. What are we going to see? You know, we'll ask, what are the popular apps in this school? How are you communicating with each other? And, um, if we hear things that we're not familiar with, those are the ones we need to keep on our radar because those are the ones we'll be seeing in just a matter of you know months uh, or weeks that um, people who want to harm our children, they're going to uh, to move to. Yeah, and speaking about new trends that we're seeing, I guess one of the big trends that we're seeing right now and we want parents to be aware of is sextortion, which seems like a really scary term. 
And I think it's important that we at least mention that and um, what it is, maybe how to respond to it as uh, a child victim, if you're seeing that sort of behavior, and then as a parent too. So um, do you just want to do a brief intro on what sextortion is? Sure, absolutely. So one of the things we really need to do um, as adults working with children is to empower them so that if they see something, uh, hear something, become aware of something, that they have someone who they trust, who they can go to with this information so we can investigate it, put a stop to it, make sure everyone is okay and safe. So um, with sextortion, um, essentially what that refers to is uh, an exchange of um, typically images or videos. So let's say I provide images or videos to someone, and then I come to this realization that, you know what, maybe that wasn't uh, the best thing for me to do. I shouldn't have done that. I wish I hadn't done that. And so I, I stop communicating with this person or try to stop communicating. And then that person reaches out to me and says, I'd like more of that. Um, or one of the trends we're seeing now is not only would I like more of that, but I would like it to be more graphic or more violent. Um, we're seeing a lot more self-harm, requests for self-harm. Um, so very dangerous, um, very concerning. And so the request is there. I'd like more of this. And if I were to say, no, I'm not comfortable, um, or if I were to stop communicating and not say anything at all to this person, they continue to reach out to me and they say, well, you know what? I have your images. I have your videos. I have your information. I know where you live. I know where your family lives. I know what school you go to, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I'm going to release these files. I'm going to post them online. I'm going to share them. Um, I'm going to come find you those kinds of things. And so unless you provide me with more of what I want, um, a bad things will happen to you. And it's this extortion online with the sexual component, hence sextortion. And uh, as I mentioned, we're seeing more of it. And um, the people who are the sextorters um, are becoming increasingly, I'll use the word violent, um, because it is violence. They're becoming more violent, more aggressive. And so it's it's critically important that we speak to our children and children we work with about um, not posting things online, um, private personal information, not to share images, um, because you, you lose all control. And we really need to remind children um, of the consequences of their behaviors, because um, oftentimes children and even adults, we don't think about those kinds of things. We don't think about, uh, look ahead. What are the potential, what's the potential harm that could come of this? So it's, it's critically important that, um, that we give them the tools so that they know that they shouldn't do that, but also, um, give them the tools so that they realize when a mistake has been made, that they know they can come to people and we will, we are there to help, uh, help them in that situation and help others. I think that's the big point is like we talked about on prior podcasts, these kids are out there and you, you mentioned it before they're trend setting. They're trying to learn the new apps. Something else comes out. Well, we're going to, we're going to click on it or, or download it or whatever. And a lot of times I get involved in this by mistake. Sure. You know, they meet some guy that, that grooms them. They, they make some look, whether they're coming from a wealthy family or a poor family, you know, it's that attention that they're receiving at that time and in that special way. And next thing you know, they're getting involved in something they probably shouldn't. And then they're sending, the, the bad guy's sending things back saying, 
know, uh, or I'm going to tell mom and dad, I'm going to tell your friends, I'm going to post this on Facebook, I'm going to do whatever. And at that point, you're deep, you know, you, you can't, you can't take that stuff back. Once it's out there, it's out there. So um, that's the one thing to remember. I think the biggest thing is that these kids, a lot of them just make mistakes. It's just a huge mistake that, you know, we're, we're all here as part of the ICAC task force to try to correct. And, and parents, uh, another thing to remember with this, this is an awful trend. Uh, and kids are not going to want to tell you that they posted a perhaps sexual image of themselves or something that they shouldn't have been putting out there or sent it to somebody. And it's going to be a really embarrassing thing for them to have to broach with you. So they might see this as a glimmer of hope. If I send one more image, if I respond to this one last request, he'll leave me alone. They will leave me alone and I won't have to do any more. That's not the case. It's just going to get worse and worse and worse. So we want the, your children to feel comfortable coming to you right away with um, this request came in. I'm really sorry I made this mistake, but help me get out of it. That sort of a thing. Right. I, I agree. And, and you know, what, what do you think is coming down the road? I mean, we're at a point right now where it's so easily acceptable. You can walk down the street and you're catching Wi-Fi from Starbucks or whatever is out there, whatever convenience McDonald's, whatever you're running by. What, what, do, you, what do you think is next? I mean, wh- where do you see this going? Yeah, that's a great question, Carl. I mean, um, let me just say that being a parent or a caregiver or even working with children in 2016 um, is a hard job. And um, it's finding that balance between being friends with your child or children or children you work with um, and um, establishing sort of that level of trust, but as, as a parent um, authority figure, I suppose, um, because it is, it's a delicate balance. Finding that, that, um, that level of trust where you can talk about these kinds of things with your children, give them the tools to uh, hopefully allow them to make good decisions, stay safe, and if or when they become aware of something, that they have that trust in you um, as a parent, as an adult um, authority figure, I suppose, to share with you what they're seeing. But absolutely, um, you know, uh, you mentioned the, the, the Wi-Fi, unsecured Wi-Fi, more and more apps that are uh, constantly, continuously being developed, gaming systems, uh, online-based games. I mean, that's really the, the way of the future. Um, parents being aware that really any technology that um, uses the internet now um, has a platform for sharing images or video files or communicating. So chat, I mean, uh, you look at a lot of the, these tablet-based games that, um, that uh, I will say young, very young children, I mean, six, seven, eight years old um, download and we think they're, you know, quote unquote safe. Look at those games. They have um, chat platforms where you know strangers can chat with you know, your child. So it's just imperative that before you know you 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 hit the uh, the purchase button or the download button on these games, you know what they are. Um, just because your child says everybody else in the school has it, it's fine, it's fun, and you look at it and it looks like you know a couple of birds jumping around or whatever it is. Um, you know, it's, it's more than that. It has other, uh, potential for harm. And, you know, unfortunately, Carl and Dana, and you know, this very well in 2016, well, even back in 2008, when I, um, started in this game, uh, you gotta be aware of, uh, for, for all the great things the internet 
author uh, provides us. Um, it does also provide an avenue for people to do bad things, um, and we need to be aware of that. So this has been a lot of really good information, and I think maybe some overwhelming information for folks. So let's provide some tools. Um, if they're seeing things, if they're seeing concerns, how to have those conversations, that sort of thing. Um, I think one of the ones I just want to mention as we're talking about sextortion and kids maybe uh, needing help and not knowing what to do, I recently found out about a, um, a Canadian website where their their goal in responding to this sort of stuff isn't don't ever do it. It's if you've done it, how do you respond and trying to provide a resource that way. So if you want to check that out, that's needhelpnow.ca. And then some of our general tools that we respond with, um, you can always connect with us on protectkidsonlinewi.gov. You can always submit cyber tips at missingkids.org at the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. And you can also um, contact your local law enforcement if you've got concerns. And they can always kind of either connect you with us or walk you through some some solutions or resources there. And I think bottom line is just remember that, uh, you know, we have a lot of affiliate agencies in Wisconsin. Uh, a lot of states have affiliate agencies that are out there working. Uh, we all network through a huge listserv, uh, email listserv, so we're all connected. And, you know, a lot of cases happen, maybe California, that have a Wisconsin connection, Nebraska, Ohio, Iowa, doesn't matter. Could be one bad guy that's out there soliciting girls or guys on uh, platforms that are are channeling multiple states. So we do have a, a national listserv that's out there. So we do communicate. So no matter where you are, if you find Joe Creeper on here that's trying to, you know, get a hold of your daughter or your son, go right to your local uh, law enforcement uh, or you go to one of those websites or just Google it. You know, um, because I can't imagine as a parent, if my son or daughter came up to me on a sextortion case, uh, you know, say, I'm so embarrassed. They're probably going to be crying, coming up to you, showing you their phone. You're going to see the images. Your blood pressure is going to be through the roof. I can't imagine if you're going to be thinking about going to any one of the websites other than how do I fix this now? And so don't be afraid to call your local law enforcement. Chances are they are an affiliate of whether the Wisconsin ICAC Task Force or Iowa ICAC Task Force or North Dakota or wherever. Um, that that could be a, a good stepping stone. But for educational purposes, you can go to um, any one of these other websites. Yeah, and if I could, Carl, let me just plug the national ICAC website. It's ICACTaskForce.org, so I-C-A-C TaskForce.org. Org, O-R-G, and that has links to each state uh, and regional ICAC task force point of contact. So if you are um, in a, a state outside of Wisconsin and um, you become aware of something and you don't know who to contact, absolutely, Carl, I agree, uh, call your local law enforcement uh, first and foremost. Um, but if you're uncertain as to who or where, uh, you, can, you can go online to ICACTaskForce.org uh, and your state or region's point of contact is there, phone number, email. I encourage uh, use of email. Um, you know, a lot of people now are traveling. They have access to their email uh, via their cellular telephone. Send an email. Um, might get uh, hopefully instant uh, or, or much quicker response to that. And I, I will add that many of the state and regional task forces do have uh, websites. So if you're interested in information about your state or region, uh, you can go to the website and uh, find the point of contact, and the corresponding website would be there as well with uh, additional information and resources. That's a great resource. Well, um, anything else you want to add? Thank you so much for joining us today, Matt. No, I uh, I appreciate your attention to this, uh, coming up with the podcast concept. Um, 
I encourage those of you who are listening to the podcast, please tell your friends, family, neighbors uh, about the good work that the ICAC task forces are doing around the country and the efforts we're taking to protect kids online. And um, I think you'll find this a very valuable resource and um, a lot of fun. Perfect. You can also uh, go on iTunes, Google Play Store. Um, where else we, we're on? Uh, are we in? You can connect with us through our actual website, too. So if you go to that protectkidsonlinewi.gov, you can actually listen to the episodes on there without having to subscribe if that's your um, preferred method of listening. But please leave us reviews, um, submit questions. We're here for you, so we want to answer those questions that you have. Okay. Thank you very much, Matt, for coming in. Dana, until next time. Stay safe. Stay safe.